If you'd like to make your NFL games a little more interesting, you've come to the right place. It's the Even Money Podcast with Ross Tucker and Steve Fezzik. Yeah, Vegas, baby, Vegas. It is the Even Money Podcast, and here we are, baby. Our final season win total episode. We do it once right around after the draft. We do it once before training camp. And now this is the one that really counts. This is the one that we like to get graded on. He is Steve Fezzik. You can check him out on Twitter. We are presented by betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. Use that promo code PODCAST1 to get a 50% sign-up bonus today. Steve, very much looking forward to getting your thoughts on preseason week three and diving into the 2019 season win total bets with you, courtesy of glorious bet online i should mention by the way i can't tell you guys how much i love the betql app whether it's the app store google play store betql already has all kinds of sharp data up for week one nfl games they also have sharp data available for week one college football so there's some big point spreads i think you'd be surprised which side of the point spread the sharp betters are backing you can stay up to date with the line movement with this betql app plus it's got a powerful algorithm i get alerts where it has best bets each week based off a detailed analysis of recent and historical team trends. Plus, if you live in New Jersey or PA, you can get exclusive offers from sportsbooks and use BetQL's data to make the right bets. Head to the App Store or Google Play Store to download BetQL. All right, Steve, I, I believe I said this earlier, I believe this is the third time we've done this, but it's the final time. We will do this. Let's start with the Arizona Cardinals. Right now, the over-under, and these are all on betonline.ag, of course, where you use the promo code PODCAST1 for the 50% welcome bonus. That's where we're getting these season win total numbers. Betonline.ag, that's where you guys should go to get your season win total numbers as well and to place your bet because you get a free 50%. All right, so... Here's what we got, Steve. Arizona Cardinals over under five and a half wins. And I'm going to look under five and a half. Um, I know preseason does not matter, Ross. But if you've been watching Murray and you're watching Arizona, you have to have serious concerns, especially after Oakland punked them 26 to nothing in the first half. I don't think Murray's ready. And frankly, the fact that we haven't seen a quarterback that's 5'10 or below really succeed in the NFL other than Russell Wilson, and I think Murray's more like 5'8". We certainly didn't see Kingsbury succeed back when he was in the Big 12. I don't. I think he's in over his head under 5.5. Yeah, you know what? Now, how many units, Steve? Two units. Okay. I'm kind of with you on that. I think it's a pretty competitive division. I don't think that they are a very good team. I think their offensive line leaves a lot to be desired. They're already having D-line and secondary issues. I'm also going to put two units on Arizona under 5.5. I think they look like a 4 or 5 win team for me. 
Let's get to the Atlanta Falcons. Their over-unders, eight and a half. Going to pass the Atlanta Falcons. Really like Matty Ryan. I don't know if they can protect him, and Atlanta's frankly going to have to outscore opponents. Not really liking what I've seen in preseason. Now, Quinn is 0-12 straight up and against the spread in preseason, so maybe I'm overreacting to that. I'll lean under. So I, I would actually lean over for the Falcons, but too many question marks there. Still have some question marks about the offensive line. And I just, I don't have a tremendous amount of faith that they're going to get to nine or 10. Eight sounds about right to me, but I'm not going under. So I'll pass that one. Probably would lean over. How about the Ravens right at eight wins? At eight, I'd actually have to lean over um, just because McSorley, their third string quarterback, has looked so strong that you got to wonder maybe, you know, Lamar Jackson. It's not um, such a quirky offense that only he can run it, and I know RG3 is going to be coming back here, um, and I believe in Harbaugh as well. So um, I thought at eight and a half I was leaning under. It's that it's splitting hairs. So at eight I would lean to the over. Yeah, I I think they're actually going to be about eight and eight. I would lean over. I think that there's a better chance that they win nine than there is that they win seven. So I'll lean over. I just don't think that their defense is as dominant as it has been. No Suggs, no C.J. Mosley. I'm not sure their defense is, is what it once was. Let's get to the Buffalo Bills. They are at seven and a half wins. And I was going to be looking to play under, and I'm going to pass. You know, that defensive line is looking outstanding for the Bills. They are Certainly playing very well here in the preseason. Again, I don't want to overreact to it too much, but um, if you see a normal progression for Josh Allen and he keeps using his legs to pick up first downs, they certainly could get to eight. I'm going to pass. Yeah, I think that seven and a half is about right where they were. You know, a lot of these teams, Steve, I swear, if, they, if the number was seven, I'd probably go over. If the number was eight, I'd probably go under. Seven and a half, it just feels like it's, right about where it should be. Um, and I don't even really have a lean for them. I think 7.5 is right where I would set it for them, which is good. I mean, it's, a, it's an improvement from last year. How about the Carolina Panthers over under eight wins? Yeah, and I played this personally out of my wallet over 7.5, and, and I would have recommended over eight until Cam went down against New England. By the way, New England crushed Carolina in that game the entire game, and I certainly have concerns that with the shoulder injury from last year and already having a uh, leg banged up, I can't go over eight. I'll pass. Yeah, I I would actually lean under. I I have some concerns about Cam. Uh, I think they think they'll be better on the offensive line, defensive line, a lot of positives about Curtis Samuel, but I would lean under, not placing a bet there. The Bears, who won 12 games last year, Steve, are now at nine wins for this year. And I'm going to look under. I'll play under for a unit. And all about the Bears having everything break right. Last year, the easiest schedule in the NFL. Third least injured team in the NFL, according to adjusted games lost. And third best turnover differential, which is largely unpredictable going forward. Hats off to what the Bears did last year. Everything broke right. The division much more difficult under one unit. Yeah, I guess I'm with you on that. I just, man, to predict that they're going to get to 
four four less wins. I guess I just don't see him getting the ten wins. So I'm with you. I'll put one unit on the under as well. More likely that Trubisky uh, takes a step back. The defense doesn't get that many turnovers. I just think it's more likely that they have seven or eight wins than it is ten or eleven. The Bengals are down to five and a half, Steve. And I tell you what, I'm still taking the under. Now, they've looked pretty good in the preseason, which has given me a little bit of trepidation. But I don't know, man. They got a pretty darn good division. And they're limping into this season. Their offensive line is not in a good place. One unit under five and a half. I think they end up being a a four or five win team. Yeah, O-line problems, you nailed it. Their first-round draft pick is out. They had a starting guard retire on them, and uh, obviously A.J. Green injury. However, um, Dalton's backup, not Driscoll, but the third-string guy from NC State has just been playing out of his mind good. So if Dalton gets benched at the end of the year, normally you'd say, okay, I'm going to cash my under five and a half, and now I'm not so sure you will. I am just going to lean under. Let's get to the Cleveland Browns. Their over-under is nine wins. I'm putting two units on the under, Steve. I I do not see them getting the 10 or 11 wins. I think seven or eight is a distinct possibility. Two units on the Browns under. They better get off to a real good start or things could get ugly there in Cleveland. Yep, overhyped team that everybody loves for whatever reason. I agree. Best bet, I'll go two units under nine. Brian, are you asleep at the wheel? We need the best bet sounder, dude. Let's get fired up. Let's go. Well, you didn't ask for it last time, Ross. Well, I wasn't paying attention as much as I am now. Let's get it going. It's NFL season. Best bet sounders. Boom. Courtesy of betonline.ag. Let's go to the Cowboys. They're over-unders nine, Steve. I'm all over the over. Give me two units on the over nine for the Cowboys. I think they get to 10 or 11 wins. Wouldn't even shock me if they got to 12. That is a weird number. Do they have some kind of schedule quirk or something that I'm not aware of? They do not, other than they get to play the Giants twice and Washington twice, two teams that I am not bullish on. But i got to tell you, I'm not going to bet this till Zeke comes back and uh, stops drinking Modelo's in Mexico because he is the rare running back, he and Barkley for the Giants, that actually moves the needle and is very important. And I don't want to bet on a team to win 10 games with Alfred Morris starting at running back. So just a lean over till Zeke comes back. Let's get to the Denver Broncos. I'm all over the over. Denver Broncos, I mean, I'm on the Cowboys. Uh, for the Broncos, they're over under seven Sounds about right to me, Steve. I would lean over. I think there's more of a chance they get to eight or nine than only five or six with Flacco and Fangio. Yeah, I'm going to lean over as well. I've never been a big Flacco fan, and you got to worry about a defensive coach in today's offensive-minded NFL. But you know, Denver was six and six and contending for the playoffs with a bad coach last year. I'll lean over with you. Let's get to the Detroit Lions. They're over under seven. Uh, they got a pretty good division, Vikings, Packers, and, of course, the Bears. I'm just not seeing it or feeling it from the Lions. I don't see them getting eight or nine wins, Steve. Give me two units on the under seven for the Lions. I think at worst, I push. Yeah, and the Lions are, have not had a good preseason. Their 2017 first-round pick and their 2018 first-round pick both got injured in preseason week three, and frankly, 
I know Patricia supposedly doesn't pay much attention at all to the preseason, but some shockingly poor performances. We got a best bet, two units under Lions. The best bet. Let's stay in the division. The Packers over-under is nine. That sounds about right to me. I, I don't know enough about LaFleur to be going over nine with the Packers. That would probably be my lean. I'll lean over, but I'm not putting a bet on it. I made it nine. Nothing to talk about here. We pass. Let's get to the Houston Texans. They are at eight and a half. Now, the next team, Steve, is the Colts, and the team after that is the Jags. So we are in AFC South Alley right now. Let me ask you this. Obviously, the Colts' win total has changed quite a bit because of the Andrew Luck news. Does it or has it affected the other teams in the AFC South? Has their line changed half a game or whatever based on the Luck news? Only one team has the Texans because they were heading down to eight and they've gone back up to eight and a half because, frankly, there's a lot to hate about this entire division. Now, I know the Texans are running back. Lamar Miller went down. But uh, the pros are saying, hey, the Texans are the team that's likely going to win this division. And they were skittish about Houston because they had the hardest schedule in the NFL. That's no longer the case. Getting to play Indy twice, I'll pass at eight and a half. I'll pass at eight and a half, too. I... Look, they might trade Clowney like tomorrow. There's too much uncertainty there with the Texans. Their offensive line, brutal. Let's get to the Colts. The total right now is seven. It was down to six and a half. Steve, that would be one that I would have bet the over right away. Even at seven, I am still going to bet the over. I think only one unit. But I think they're better than people realize. I don't see them only winning five or six games. I think seven sounds about right, but I think there's a better chance they win eight or nine than that they win five or six. Offensive line's much better than it was when Jacoby Brissett won a few games for him back in the day. Give me uh, one unit on the over seven. I would have I would have destroyed the over six and a half. That would have been a huge bet for me. I passed on the game. I um, made it seven. I have Brissett being a six-point downgrade. That means 96 points over the course of the season. That's about three wins. And I had the Colts winning 10, so I've got them winning seven. I will say this, Ross. I have seen this movie before, and I know this movie did not play out. There was a surprise ending in Philadelphia. But basically the movie is that a top-five quarterback, and luck I had rated my number two quarterback, the top five quarterback goes down. Everyone says, don't panic. It's still a good team. They'll be fine. And then eight games later, the Packers are 1-6-1 and one without Rodgers. And like I said, I've seen this with Big Ben when Landry Jones had to play. I've seen it repeated so many times that you can make all the cases you want for Jacoby Brissett. Joe Flacco is still a better quarterback, and Flacco is not good. I would lean under. Let's go to the Jacksonville Jaguars. They are at seven and a half, and I just didn't see very much from them this preseason to have a good feel for it. I will just lean over right now. Tempted to put a unit on it because um, I think that, but I think seven and nine is a distinct possibility. So I'm just going to lean over. I'm going to go over for two units. I do believe in Foles. 
And I think that defense is going to be so much better now that they have a competent quarterback and they're not rebelling against having Blake Bortles and Cody Kessler backing him up. Um, and obviously the Colts' um, luck retiring helps Jacksonville quite a bit. They have looked brutal in preseason. I'm going to close my eyes to that. Two units over seven and a half. Next up, we've got the Chiefs. They are at ten and a half. Steve, what was their record last year? Were they twelve and four? What were they? Thirteen. Thirteen. I think. I think um, so. Yeah, you might be right. Uh, I'm actually tempted to take the under here. I'm not going to do it. I'll just lean under. I think they lost a couple horses on defense. I think they lost some offensive linemen. I mean, I know both those things. And there's just no way that Mahomes can match what he did last year. Like People don't have back-to-back record-breaking seasons like that. So I'll pass with a lean to the under. I made a 10.5. You do have the, the best quarterback, and you've got a top-five coach in Andy Reid, and you got the best wide receiver in Tyree Kill, and you got the best tight end in Kelsey. That's a dynamite combination. Uh, you're right, um, no D Ford, and that defense wasn't good coming in. going to be a lot of high-scoring games, and I think the Chiefs are going to win most of them. I'll pass. Let's get to the Chargers. Go, Chargers, go. They're over-unders 10 wins, Steve. Has this changed at all recently? Or has this been what it's been the whole time? Been sitting still at at 10. Oh, man. Give me two units on the under. I don't know if Russell Okung, their left guard's going to play. I mean, their left tackle's going to play. Derwin James, we know, isn't going to play. Two units on the under. That's two really, really important positions. And guys that they don't have people to replace. I'm two units on the under 10, for sure. And I love it. Melvin Gordon, not even a, a thought with Eckler in the, the backfield replacing, but that can't help. Uh, and also coaching matters. And um, I absolutely hate Anthony Lynn as a game manager. I'm sure he's a fine coach in many other areas, but because I focus so much on game management, um, go back and watch the Chargers-Denver game. If you disagree with me in any way, you'll come, all, come around to how I'm thinking. So the Chargers will lose a game or two. They should win. I'm with you. Two units, Chargers. Under 10, best bet. The best bet. This is fun, man. I love doing this. I'm so freaking pumped up for next week to get into the week one line. Let's get to the Rams. Their over-unders 10. That sounds about right to me, Steve. I would lean under, though. I just, the, the girly things and unknown, their left guard and center are unknowns. I'll lean under, but I'm not going to put a bet on it going to lean under as well and you're tying up all that money to pay Gurley when who even knows if he's going to be the starting running back at the end of the year lean under let's get to the Miami Dolphins they're down to four and a half Steve four and a half might be as what were were the Jets that one year four and a half is low Uh, I don't know whether or not they're starting Fitz or Rosen there's also a lot of talk they might be trading guys this week. I would pass on this, uh, maybe even lean to the over, but pass until I see the dust settle from trades and stuff this week. A lot of rumors out there about what they might do. Yeah, Jets were at four, and that's about the lowest that I've ever seen. The Dolphins won seven games, smoke and mirrors, lucky results. Uh, won all their close games. If anything, I'd lean under, but I'll pass. Moving forward, 
to the Minnesota Vikings. Their over-under is nine. I kind of like the over there, Steve. I think they're going to be a better team. I think their offensive line's better. Now, Cousins didn't inspire a lot of confidence the other night, but Dalvin Cook kind of did. Give me one unit on the over for the Vikings. I think they have a bounce-back year. Yeah, and Zimmer we trust. The Vikings are always good, even in down years, even when Kirk Cousins plays poorly and the running back's not healthy. Should pound the rock with uh, Stefanski, as you say, um, calling the plays. Yeah, we'll go over nine. Two units, best bet. The best bet. Patriots are at 11.5, Steve. Is this going to be the 20th straight year you try to outsmart them and go, go low? Well, I'm always forecasting that the Patriots under, with Tom Brady, that Brady will regress. But I like a lot about what New England has done. I like how the defense is playing. And frankly, uh, Tom Brady looked fantastic in his last preseason game with lots of zip on the ball. I'll pass. Yeah, I, I mean, I will say this, Steve. Did you see the news that came out right before we started recording? David Andrews, the center for the Patriots, blood clot, hospitalized, his season is in jeopardy. And you've said before that sometimes that can make a difference. They already have a new left tackle in Isaiah Wynn. Now it appears they'll have a new center as David Andrews. Uh, I don't know when these guys come back from these blood clots. So that's just something to note that could have an impact. I guess the only thing is Ted Karras, who's the inside swing guy, has been there since 2016. So he's been the backup at center and both guards uh, for three years. This will be his fourth year in the system. So my guess is he'll go in there and play fine. And Wynn missed all of last year, so the fact that he's new, still he's a first-round pick, so he should be an up. Well, he should be very capable, correct? Yeah, he's looked pretty good in the preseason, but Trent was really good last year, too. Yeah. Um. All right, next team up, it is the New Orleans Saints. They're over-unders, 10 wins. Going to lean under. Uh, Drew Brees is 40, and if you're not Tom Brady, you start regressing at age 40. Um, Brett Favre, uh, Peyton Manning, both of those guys were great at 38 and out of the league a few years later. I could see Drew Brees just not being healthy. I'll lean under 10. I would lean under 10 as well, but I'm not doing it. How about the Giants over under at six wins? Got to play the Giants under six wins. The, you know, lost some guys on defense. And let's face it, Eli without Beckham has been much worse, I think, by about a yard per play in terms of his passing stats. And I actually think that Daniel Jones looking so good, normally you'd be like, oh, well, the Giants would be better with Jones. Well, I still have Eli rated a little bit better than Jones. I had him rated significantly better before he went crazy in preseason, but I still think they'll rush him out there too early, probably around, what do you think, Ross? Probably Halloween, halfway through the year, and with three wide receivers injured to start the season or not playing, under six sure looks good to me. I'm going to go three units, best bet. For me, for me, my best bet. Got it. Um, Whew. Yeah, I'm kind of with you. I, I guess, that, well, they, he's just looked pretty good. I mean, Jones has looked pretty good. I don't know what they're going to do. I'm going to pass. I would lean under, but I'm not placing the bet. How about the Jets at 7.5? I, 
I don't know about the Jets. It all comes down to how well Darnold can play on the road. He was lousy on the road last year. He's very young. Certainly could improve. With that big uncertainty being the albatross around my handicap, I'm going to pass. Yeah, I'm I'm totally with you on the the Jets. Kind of feel about them like I do about the Bills. How about the Eagles? Over under 10.5 wins. I've been doing their preseason games, Steve. They are a very talented team. There is no question. I guess my only concern is they got a lot of guys on the defensive side of the ball that aren't even still like totally full go. Fletcher Cox and Nigel Bradham and Ronald Darby and Jalen Mills and Derek Barnett. And I just, you know, I, I guess I wonder if that impacts them all at all on the defensive side of the ball. I guess the good news is they start with the Redskins, which seems like a pretty good team these days to be starting with. But that would be my only concern would be that, you know, maybe they get off to a slow start as a result. And my major concern, and I lean over, is I just don't know what Carson Wentz, if he goes down, what's going to happen with uh, Nate Sudfeld injured now. And, okay, yeah, what McCown, I never get the first name straight on the McCown. Josh but he McCown, looked great. he actually looks pretty good. Yeah, I'll, he played phenomenal. I saw it. Um, but I don't believe in a 40-year-old journeyman. And because of that and the fact that Wentz is at injury, it's just a lean to the over. Yeah, ten and a half is a high number. I mean, they could easily have a really good year and be ten and six. So I'm gonna pass, probably lean over. How about the Steelers? They're over unders nine wins. Man, they look good Sunday night against the Titans. Only the preseason, but still, Steve, they looked good. I mean, really good. Um I don't see them only winning seven or eight games. I, I see them winning nine, ten, maybe eleven. Give me two units on the over nine wins for the Steelers. Yeah, I'm with you. I'll go over nine for two units as well. All signs pointing up for the Steelers. Best bet. The best bet. Next up, the Raiders. They are at six wins, Steve. There are some people out there that are really liking the Raiders these days. And I'm not one of them, but I'm not immune to hard knocks and following how well that they've been playing. But Gruden has always emphasized winning in preseason. Still got to play the three games on the road in a row in preseason, then two home games, and then they're away from home for the next six weeks, including a bye week. That is one horrific travel. But because they've been playing better, I'm not going to make a huge bet, but I will bet one unit under the six wins. I'm going to pass. I'll just lean under. I think they, I think they can get to 6-10 and 10 probably. How about the Niners? Uh, they have – you know what, though? I don't see the Raiders getting to 7 or 8. I'm putting one unit on the under as well. Let's get a best bet there, Bri. The best bet. I think there's a decent chance they get to 6-10, and 10, but I don't see 7 or 8 wins. So, worst case, I push. Niners are at 8.5. I was really liking them earlier. They've been kind of beat up. D Ford, Bosa, I can't do it. I'm not even sure I can lean over anymore, Steve. Yeah, I'm the same way. I'm, I was ready to best bet them a couple weeks ago before Jimmy Garoppolo started forgetting how to play quarterback. He was brutal in practice, and then he was brutal in a preseason game where he literally could have thrown four interceptions against Denver. Better the next game against KC, 
but you nailed it. The defense is hurt. The secondary has injuries. Uh, I'm going to pass it eight and a half. Let's get to the Seahawks. Their over-under is eight and a half. A little surprised by that. Um, I, I, I would lean over there. In fact, I'll put a unit on over. I think the Seahawks get to nine or ten wins. They just, I got a lot of faith in Russell Wilson. I think the offensive line, the run game will be pretty good. Defense always seems to do a decent job. I've got, I've got a unit on the over for the Seahawks. I'll lean to the over as well. Seems like Seattle's always in playoff contention, if not in the playoffs with Carroll. Um, I keep hearing about how they weren't going to be any good when the Legion of Boom all left and the really. Uh, they stayed playoff um, caliber, and they have that great home field. Lean to the over. Then we've got the Bucks. The Bucks are over under six and a half wins. People, some people like the Bucks. I think one of our guests recently liked the Bucks. I lean to the over. I, I've always liked Arians. I like the fact that he's ultra aggressive. He doesn't do the third and fourteen. Let's run the draw and punt nonsense. He chucks the ball up and gets the pass interference penalty and the like. And he's got you know certainly Winston. In a contract year, and he's got the weapons with Evans, etc. Um, should be some fun, high-scoring games in Tampa. I'll lean over. Yeah, I'm. I'm going to pass. I think six and a half is just about right. I guess if I had to lean over under, I'd lean over to getting seven and nine. But don't feel great about it. How about the Titans? They haven't looked real good. They looked awful Sunday night. I mean, awful at home against the Steelers. But their numbers only seven and a half. I mean, they are predicted to be. The worst team in the AFC South. I think they won what nine games last year. I I can't I can't go under there. Um, I guess I'll just pass. Second worst team in the AFC South because of those like, Indianapolis Colts. Which oh are right, 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 right. That's like a line from the movie Bad News Bears where the Bears are lamenting they got pounded and they're like, and, and we just lost by 18 runs to the worst team in the league and the, other, and the teammate says second, second worst team. Um, yeah, I, if you saw it, you cannot play the Titans over. You cannot bet on Mariota. Who even knows if Mariota is going to be starting come October? I'm going to pass on the Titans and lean under. Yeah, that's kind of how I am too. Redskins to wrap it up. Thanks to betonline.ag, they are at six and a half. I'm going to put two units on the under. They don't have a left tackle. At some point, very soon, they're going to switch to Dwayne Haskins. I think he's going to have a bunch of turnovers and some touchdowns. I I think that they're a five or a six-win team. I got two units on the under. I don't know how they're going to win six games. I I love this play. Um, I'm going to go three units on Redskins under at six and a half, and I still like it under six. I'm with you. I don't think Haskins can play yet. I think the team is um, disenchanted, disheartened. All of these um, infections after surgeries for these players makes them wonder if about the competency of their organization. And frankly, a bunch of coaches that are worried about losing their jobs, faxing out resumes during the season, the wheels could come off. And that's a sterile home field advantage, very small home field for Washington. Washington's going to have a terrible year. We're going to go under three units. Best bet, Ross. The best bet. Steve, that was fantastic. I am beyond fired up. Speaking of fired up, by the way, Yahoo has officially released their week one daily fantasy football contests. They have a $1 million contest for week one with no management fee. And 100 k goes to first place. Meaning... 
more money goes back to you, the players. 10 entry max. You're not going up against dudes with 150 lineups. Yahoo also has a 100K guaranteed contest. So there's lots of prizes out there for week one. If you're just getting started with daily fantasy football, join the free-to-enter Yahoo Cup. Play all season long, 150K in weekly and season-long prizes. And if you get a perfect lineup, you win a million dollars. Get started now at yahoo.com slash daily fantasy. Yahoo.com slash daily fantasy. That'll do it for us, Steve. We are ready to rock and roll next week. We will be making our week one bets. We got the Birdman grading us. We've got our guy, Sean Grady, down under, grading us and checking us. Love it. Let's have a great year, my friend. At Fezzik Sports on Twitter. I'm at Ross Tucker NFL. Good luck, everybody. Hope you guys win some money. Thanks for listening to the Even Money Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, the Fantasy Feast, Business of Sports, and the College Draft. All available at Apple Podcasts, RossTucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found.